Welcome to Bristol Radio, your home for Bristol Motor Speedway and Dragway podcasts, sound bites, and more. For more Bristol content, visit bristolmotorspeedway.com. Hey everybody, it's JT here at Bristol, and welcome to episode 5 of the Bristol Impact Podcast on the Bristol Radio Network. Our goal with this show is to share the stories of the people, places, and organizations that the Bristol Chapter of Speedway Children's Charities partners with that are helping thousands of children in need. And uh, I, th- I think this is a huge highlight for me. It's awesome. Um, you know, you're laughing, and I don't want to laugh with you. So, you know, this is uh, someone that I love dearly, and I think I share it with everyone in the building. Um, our, our special guest today is Claudia Bird. Uh, people know you, people know what's going on, but you come with uh, uh, fame and you come with knowledge and you come with uh, great love because uh, if you don't know Claudia, you know, I wrote down a few things that I, that I would say are, are kind of quick um, thoughts, quick, quick words on who, who's Claudia Bird. And I would say advocate, uh, I'd say kind, I'd say smiles. Uh, hugs, uh, service, uh, relentless for others, uh, relentless pursuit of others for their for their betterment, and uh, I, I would also add a bunch of other words like Grammy uh, to all of us uh, here at Bristol. And so you've been here uh, a long time, but uh, I also kind of wanted to read some accolades uh, that are along with it. Uh, she currently serves as a member of the East Tennessee State University Foundation Board and is a member, a former member of the Roan Steering Committee and the Kingsport Community Foundation Board. Uh, Claudia is past president of the Rotary Club of Kingsport, an active member of First Pres Church in Kingsport, serving as a deacon, a preschool teacher, and, uh, and a lot of other things. And it's my privilege to welcome you to your podcast for Speedway Children's Charities, Claudia Bird. Thank you. What an honor. And I am giggling. Um, thank you for those accolades, <laughs> and thank you for those words to describe me, because those are words I would hope I would choose to describe myself if I could. That's what I would live to, yeah. to, to be those words. So thank you for that. You're I welcome. It's, that. I, could, uh, I, I could take most of the podcast just saying stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, you, you have made such a big impact on, uh, on all of us. I've only been here at the track for going, I can't believe it's going on 10 years in December, wow. uh, this coming December. Uh, but uh, you welcomed me with open arms. Uh, you folded me into your family. Uh, I feel a part of your family. And, and, I I part of yours. And, I, and I don't think that anyone here at the track feels differently than I do. Uh, you have uh, made such an impact in this uh, community called Bristol Motor Speedway. But also, um, me moving to this region, uh, I've had the fortunate um, uh, opportunity to see the impact you've made in this community. And uh, we thought it would be great to, to welcome you to this podcast, to share uh, some stories, to share a little backstory. Um, I, I feel like uh, you're probably the most well-connected person in the Tri-Cities, Appalachian mm-hmm. Highlands uh, community as it relates to um, children's advocacy and, um, and being kind of the point person. You're probably one of those people that gets the first phone call on a lot of things as far as who do I turn to for help or where can I go? And uh, we thought it was just necessary and foundational to have you here. Well, and so we're excited. I appreciate that because my passion is children. Always has been my own children and, as you well know, my grandchildren. Mm-hmm. But um, my passion for years has been the children in this community, in this region. And so um, anything I can do to help make their life better, I am 
more than willing to be that phone call if it's going to make a difference in children's lives and help people find answers. So you've been at Bristol how long now? Um, 24, uh, 24 years, I guess. 24 years. It's coming on that. Yeah, I Can think you believe that's it? right. No, it seems like yesterday. It seems like yesterday. So a lot of people know you, and uh, you know a lot of people, and uh, the people in this area, uh, uh, they know some of your story. Mm-hmm. They don't know all of your story, obviously. Uh, but there's people all around the globe. What up, YouTube? They're watching us live. Um, that uh, may not be familiar with, uh, with you. And so where are you from? Where'd you come from? How'd you get here? Tell us a little bit of that story. Well, um, born and raised in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, which is near where you were born whoop and raised. Whoop. Yeah, Mount we mm-hmm. um, we um, Jeff, my husband, I was married to Jeff Bird, and we had two children, uh, Belton and Christian. Had a great life in Winston-Salem. Jeff worked for RGR Nabisco, traveling all over, doing Winston Cup racing and many, many other things. Just Winston Cup racing no. during its heydays, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and golf and you name it, we did it. Uh, boat racing and um, rodeos and you name it, just a little bit of everything. So you, you've traveled on a lot of that, right? I did. I had a great time with him and um, had a, and really even after we had children, the children had an opportunity to go to a lot of events. So wow. they got a lot to see a lot of fun things. So decade wise, what decades were this? this um, is- Jeff was, when we got married in 1974, Jeff was working at that time for RJR Nabisco. And so he was there working and then in, and happy. And was looking at, in 1996, he was looking at, he was seven years from full retirement. And, you know, that was mm-hmm. great. And he was kind of looking forward to that. The kids were, um, we had one that was a senior in high school, then one that was a sophomore. And so we, the life was good. And um, we were happy. That's where our family was. And then we got a telephone call, uh, or Jeff did, from a gentleman by the name of Bruton Smith that said, you can't tell anybody, but I bought Bristol and I want you to come and run it. And Jeff said, oh, man, you know, I love what I do. I'm seven years from full retirement. I don't know if I want to do this. And Bruton said, but I want you to. And Jeff said, well, we need to think about it. So we had family meetings with a legal pad at the the kitchen table of reasons to stay in Winston-Salem and reasons to come to Bristol. And we sat there, the four of us, and talked about it. And our son said, hey, I'm going to college next year. I don't care what you do. <laughs> See you later. Exactly. And our daughter said, hey, if y'all want to go, I'm willing to, you know, change high schools. She was actively involved in her high school, but I'm willing to go. And so we did that back and forth. And it went on for a couple of weeks. And fortunately, our friend Bruton Smith would not take no for an Another answer. relentless person. A relentless pursuit. Yeah. And um, Jeff was um, in a meeting one day at work, and um, things didn't go great. They had told him they were going to have to lay off some more employees. And mm-hmm. he said, yeah, and the first time it was not easy, but it, you could find a reason the second time. But by the third time, there was nobody who needed, there was nobody you could lay off. Wow. He goes back and sits at his desk, just kind of devastated that this has got to happen again. And the telephone rings, and it's Bruton. And he said, I'm coming. So here we go. We wow. come to Bristol, Tennessee. So it's 1996. 1996. Um, Jeff moved. He started March 1st. Uh, I moved as soon as the kids got out of school in June. But um, it was great. And was I scared to death? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm leaving the only home I'd ever known, all of my family, and moving up here. But it was just, it was, it's been amazing. This is home to me now. I love it. Um, and 
at Jeff's death, people thought I'd go back to North Carolina, but I'm really happy here. Yeah. What year did Jeff pass away? Um, t- not, uh, 2010. Okay. In 2010. So it's been 10 years. Yes. Almost 10 years. Almost 10 years, yes. Wow. So uh, he came here. You guys jumped in. Uh, Bruton, being Bruton, does big things. Mm-hmm. And so you guys were here kind of redoing everything, right? Everything. Uh, and that was the other thing. Jeff didn't have any experience in redoing everything. Yeah. So he was kind of scared to death. You know, all of a sudden we're going to tear down things and we're going to build new things and new grandstands and, and new suites. And this was kind of the heyday of NASCAR, right? Oh, this is growth, yeah. growth, growth. Right. I think if I'm not mistaken, and um, I, I know there were a little over, I believe, 80,000 seats here then, and Bruton said he was going to double them, and he did. Jeff didn't see how he could do it, but he had a vision. Wow. It was amazing, the vision he had, and he he did. I mean, we're sitting here, he brought it to fruition, and it's it's just an amazing place. You and I both know that. Yeah. Um, but no, it was great. It was great for our family. It was a great move, and uh, I had always worked in Winston-Salem. I'd been PTA president in every school my children ever attended, and um, I did a uh, one of the proudest moments was uh, right before I left to come to move here, there was a bond referendum for new schools in Winston-Salem. And I was part of the team doing it. I, it's actually, I was part of the group to get voters out to vote because the bond referendums had not passed in many years. And we passed it three to one. Wow. I worked on grandparents. I figured the people were going to vote were grandparents, and those are the people we called. And it passed three to one, and there's seven new schools in Winston-Salem because of that. So that was something, you know, children were always my passion, sure. even there. Sure. So. so you guys move here, 96, it's growth, it's big, it's Bruton, yes. uh, doing big things. And uh, I'm assuming he tapped you on the shoulder. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how this story happened, but tell me how Speedway Children's Charities happens at Bristol. And then tell me a little bit about how, how that happens at all of his tracks. Okay. He, has, he has a facility. Well, Bruton started, for those who might not know, Speedway Children's Charities in 1982 in honor of a son he lost to SIDS. And so uh, he decided the group of people in the area surrounding the Speedway that couldn't help themselves were children. And that's who he wanted to raise money for. You're asked every day, all day long, to donate money to, to different things. And he really wanted to raise money for children in the area surrounding Charlotte Motor Speedway. That's the only Speedway he owned at the time. He did. It was very successful. Um, and we were a part, when we worked for Winston, of a lot of the galas and things that, that Bruton did at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Winston was a big sponsor, and Jeff and I attended all of those events. So I was very familiar with Speedway Children's Charities. And, of course, then after that, he bought Atlanta, and once it was established, there, you know, there was a chapter of Speedway Children's Charities um, to be started there. Well, he was building, uh, I believe, Texas at the same time he was that he purchased Bristol. Mm -hmm. So we knew coming in that there was, there was going to be a chapter of Speedway Children's Charities. And I did something that was a little unusual as the uh, general manager's wife. I asked permission to run it. It was my, it was my passion. I did. I wanted to, I love children. I'd volunteered all my life. I wanted to do it as a volunteer at the time. And I wanted to make a difference in children's lives. And I wanted to become actively involved in the community mm-hmm. and what a better way to do that. So I think the board of directors had to vote for me to be able to do that. Wow. Um, but it was just, it, it was a great way for me to, to meet people in the community. I knew I loved children. Anyhow, I knew I loved to do things and work for children as an advocate. And so what a better way for me to do it in a new place than to get to know people and start raising money for Speedway Children's Charities. 
the thing about it at the very beginning, I think people thought we were, you know, we're just, we were raising money for Bruton. Sure. And um, we had to establish the fact that, no, this money is not going to Bruton. It's not going to Bristol Motor Speedway. It's going to children in the community. Yeah. So the first years were, what was kind of, what were you guys known for the first couple of years with Speedway Children's Charities? Well, um, how, we, how, how'd you go about raising money? Well, okay. Well, we, um, we had to have, we were told every Speedway had a signature fundraising mm-hmm. event. At Charlotte, they had a gala. They still do. In Atlanta, they had a big uh, gala event. We had been, we had lived here in the trustees because we moved here in 96 and the, this chapter didn't start till 97. He, I, they gave us a, a few months to get our, you know, feet on the ground in, mm-hmm. the, in the area before we had to start the chapter. And so we knew that we couldn't have a gala. Well, Jeff and I had been here um, about eight months and we had attended three or four black tie galas. And we didn't need to, to interfere with those. Those were already mm-hmm. well established. So we knew we had to have a signature fundraising event, though. So our goal was to try to find a fundraising event that not just a select few could attend, like a gala, but something that every member of the community could be a part of. Yeah. And I know you we've talked about so, but this is really how that's where we made our first money was from that event. Wow. So we decided um, we lived in Winston-Salem and at Tanglewood Park in Winston-Salem, which is owned by the city. They had a light show and we went every year and we sat in line and waited with our family to go see the lights at Tanglewood. So Jeff thought of us discussing it. We were driving to Charlotte to a race Mm -hmm. and we were talking about this on the way. He said, you know, what if we could do something like a light show? The other thing that was happening at the time, which I think is very important for people to know, that before Bruton came, the operations guys, there wasn't a lot to do. The speedway was fine. So they were laid off for the winter. And Jeff said, what if we did an event, something like Tanglewood, some type of a light show? We've got a venue. We don't have, we already have it. We just have to have lights. And so we got together with Bruton, he and I did. And we asked his blessing, and we also asked for a loan. <laughs> he gave us yeah. um, the first $100,000, which he was paid back, wow. to, to start buying lights. So the first year, if I'm not mistaken, it was a mile and a half. And you just came in. We had It was $5. You, we put it in our pockets as people drove through. Um, it was a little crazy and hectic. It was quick, you know, through the grounds, but people loved it. And we, it was kind of like Field of Dreams. We weren't sure if we built it, if anybody would come sure. or not. Yeah. But they did. Did and you just do advertising, radio, and we TV? We did. And... We did. And just people knew it. But you just didn't know if people were going to come. Yeah. Before the internet. Did. Before the internet. Crazy. You're right. Yeah. yeah. So it was just, uh, but word got out and people came. And so that's where Speedway and Lights started. It was wow. called Fantasy and Lights at the time. And it started there. And so that was our first fundraising. Our first year we gave away money. What we gave away a hundred and twenty-two thousand dollars. Wow! And it was big. Did you give it to agencies or? We gave it to agencies. We always all the money we've given away has always been given. How many agencies? Do you remember how many agencies were that first year? Oh man, I don't. I I don't think anybody got a really big. You know, some people now get, which I think is big, ten, eleven, twelve thousand dollars. I think, I think, but I do think that there were some that got five, six. Seven thousand wow. dollars. So awesome. um, we had it. Yes, we had the the awards ceremony. Bruton came up for, it, and it was in a tent. It was so cold that night, right here in the front parking lot. You know, we didn't have all the facilities we yeah. have now. We yeah. didn't even have the, the suites doing it. No, 
No, and so we did it in a, in a tent out there, but it was so much fun, and people were so appreciative. So that's kind of where it all got started. I love it. So um, through this whole journey, you and Bruton have become, became big buddies. He, he's one of my favorite people in the whole world. So you've told me before, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but uh, uh, Christmas is a little tradition for you guys. I think he'll call you on, on Christmas. We, and we've taught, we have had the opportunity every Christmas to, to talk to each other, especially when uh, Jeff was living, but he has continued that yeah. um, since Jeff's death. So any, any funny story you can tell us about a uh, journey with Bruton? Oh, well, everything is a journey with Bruce. He's been wonderful to me and to my family. Yeah. Um, better than I, I could ever, I, I can't tell you how good he has been to us. But he is, and he has loved us well and mm-hmm. believed in us, uh, Jeff and I both as a couple. And um, yeah, I mean, he he would call, he'd call when Jeff was living, he called the house quite regularly. And for those who might not know, Jeff loved to cook. It was kind of his passion. Yeah. He cooked dinner every night. Not only did he cook it, he decided what we were going to have. He picked it up at Food City on his way home and came home and cooked it. You've been living right. I was living right, yeah. and it was great. He didn't clean the kitchen, but you know, if you haven't had to decide what to, to do, haven't had to buy yeah. it, or it's it not was a big great. deal at that point. Every day he did that. So many nights, Bruton would call and want to know what we were having for dinner, and then would always say, "Well, why am I not invited?" And Jeff would say, "Well, get on the plane and come up here. Yeah, I'll, awesome. I'll hold it for you." And he said, "Well, I might, but um, no, he he has been good to us, and um, there have been we've had some fun together yeah. over the years. I love uh, hearing Bruton stories. It, yeah, I, I I haven't had the real privilege of knowing him very well. I know some of his family, but uh, and that's one of the things I've missed is knowing the in some of the inside scoop." Uh, with with that, with Bruton and the the day that you guys have come up, you know the '90s and seeing things happen, right. um, you've had access to some of the biggest names in motorsports history. To kind of not just access, just to to be friends, right. to do life with, to kind of rub elbows with. Right. And so, uh, I know some of those names have really supported Speedway Children's Charities bristol and also probably nationally some of our other chapters and uh, is there a story or two that kind of falls into that either with one driver or another or uh, you know all the drivers especially those that we've known for many years mm-hmm. um in the 70s and yep. are great friends and great supporters of speedway children's charities not only our chapter um and you know some have done funny things and they have been very kind when we've asked them to do things and help us but we usually have an auction every year i think this is one of my favorite stories um we have an auction every year of, of live memorabilia it's usually in the august race which will be september we will have it this year which is september. a lot of times been up fenders and bumpers yes and it is stuff. it's sheet metal things like that uh last year bruton came got a uh, you know so we we have a good time so we have a lot of friends that come year after year to support that. So we try to get a driver to come, but we never announce it. I won't announce it because you never, never know. know yeah. Something can happen. And so I don't want to make anybody look bad. So I have this thing that always the people who come year after year go, okay, who have you got coming tonight? Well, I go, well, if I, I can tell you because I think they're on their way now. But, you know, <laughs> it's, it's a big deal to who's coming. So one year, um, our friend Jeff Gordon was kind enough to come to the auction. And we asked him to bring something. If they if they can, if they'll bring something, we'll auction it off. So he came, and at that point in time, there were people who loved Jeff Gordon, and then there were some people sure. who, like, were Earnhardt fans and all, maybe didn't, you know. So it was, and we just try to tell the people, they're friends of ours now of the charities, you know, this driver has chosen 
to come up here and yeah. see you. So please be nice and kind. People were very kind, even though, you know, when he left, I would say almost 100% of the people in the room were friends of his. Yeah. But when he came in, you know, so he came in, then he had this jacket. And so we are um, there, and he's talking to the people, telling them how, how great he thinks Speedway Children's Charities and what we do for the kids in the community and how it really is making a difference. He's just doing a great job. So we get ready with the auctioneer to auction off his jacket. So we start, and the bidding starts. And you know how you always say the the auctioneer is going to say, let's start at 1000 nobody bids on yeah. it, you know, and they bring it down to 500 And then in a minute, somebody says, I'll give you 400 Well, that started, and it went on and on and on. And then finally, we were at $7,000. Wow. This was a lady's leather jacket. Wow. $7,000. And there were two ladies bidding on it. And finally, he was just, and one just finally, she said, it was, I, I, I don't remember if we went over seven or we were right at seven. So this is 7000 I had not expected to get that night. I mean, yeah. if, if he had auctioned something off, I got a, you know, a couple hundred for, I'd be happy. But no, this was, we're at $7,000. So Jeff, my husband, decides, well, my goodness, if one lady's, so we ask if the other lady would be willing to pay $7,000 for a, a le- women's leather jacket too. My husband, Jeff, has gone down, gone into the souvenir <laughs> store, set off the alarm, trying to find, to see if we have another nice. leather jacket in there, which yeah. we didn't. Um, the other lady agreed to do it. So with Jeff's appearance that night, we made $14,000 wow. for Speedway Children's Charities. And he sat there and he said, he couldn't believe it. He was so excited. He How was like fun. a child. The, the bidding kept going up. He said, even my own fan club things don't make this kind of money on my stuff. So he did, um, provide another, and he signed it for both women, another leather jacket. And so two women were, went home happy. And there were a lot of people in that room who fell in love with Jeff Gordon that oh, night. Fine. Well, I know, I know you've got stories like that almost based on every year. You know, yes. Daryl Waltrip's helped a lot and you've got Rusty Wallace coming in this spring for our, for our luncheon. Yes. Um, you know, there's the, the history of the sport and the opportunity that, uh, that you guys have had to to not just know them, but to call you friend, right, is is something I thought has uh, been a great thing for you guys, and 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 you've loved them well. You've loved them unconditionally, and they're really uh, no different than uh, than anybody else. So, from a memorable moment, I know there's tons of moments. I know okay. there's been something super big over the years, but is there something that sticks out to you kind of as a, a foundational turn for Speedway Children's Charities or or there's some kind of event that's happened or, oh, wow, we're five years in and then this happened. Is there anything that you can kind of recollect or the growth? I know the growth that's been tremendous. Uh, it has been because I think the community has has understood what we're doing and they've seen where the money's going yeah. and they so, have, so with that with with the community what what do you what do i know what we um are trying to do but, right uh what do you feel the community uh, what are we known as what what are, what are we known in the community now after 22 years i pray that we're known as an agency that cares for loves and supports the nonprofit children's organizations in our region. Mm -hmm. And since we have such a large scope, you know, we serve nine counties in Northeast Tennessee and nine in Southwest Virginia. 
the trustees decided that where the people who work in the Tri-Cities, where do they live? And that's where, that's the, yeah. the footprint that we kind of covered. I think people see the difference that we're making. And I think they see um, where the money is going and what it's doing and, you know, everything that's happening. So I think they, they see the difference. So they're, they're thrilled about it. Yeah. So I think, um, and you have done this for us, to talking about telling mm-hmm. our story. You have encouraged Betsy and I to tell our story because we do do a great deal. And um, the money we're raising does not go to Betsy. It doesn't go to Claudia. It doesn't go to Bristol Motor Speedway. Yeah. It goes to the children in the community through nonprofit children's organizations. And that makes a huge difference. Yeah, and huge. I think people see that now. I think one of the things that's, uh, again, haven't been here the whole time, but it is such a uh, gratifying uh, accomplishment that you should I hope you really feel proud of is that uh, there's companies that move to the Tri-Cities, uh, either new businesses or new franchises or things of that nature. And typically, or sometimes, uh, uh, when they come in to do a, a goodwill gesture, sometimes they'll do a donation. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the chambers and the all these other organizations that are around us, uh, they'll ask someone, where should we give this money to? And uh, more times than not, I would say most of the time, uh, all they're all pointed back to Speedway Children's Charities. And I think that says a lot to you and your trustees because it has become trusted. Right. Uh, I think it's a great word for when you say trustees. That's exactly what it's supposed to be. You're supposed to be trusted. And I think that is a, a great brand uh, to be leading in this community. So uh, tell me a little bit about your trustees. How, ma- how many you have? I know there's been some on the board and some that roll off. But right. uh, they're they're bought in. They're leading, leaning into to what's happening too. How many people typically are a part right of that? Right now, we have 19 uh, trustees on our board, and they represent all aspects of life. It's a very diverse group, um, trying to cover the parts of the the area you know that we cover. You know, trying to get um, yeah. someone to have voice for those areas. The one thing they all have in common is their their passion for the children in the community, and that's what's so important. Yeah. I think you, if you've got to realize what we're doing and why we're doing it, um, some of these little videos that people see online that we've done about our agencies, we make sure we start our board meetings off with those because we want to remind the trustees when they're sitting right here in this room for a board meeting that why they're here. Yeah, They're not here to to see each other and have lunch. They're here to make a difference in those children's lives. So we've got to put pictures up there and show them those children or make, make it you know, forefront, this is what we're here and this is why we're working so hard. I love that we, uh, we get to tell other people's stories. You know, you've heard me say it before is that, uh, uh, with the speedway, we sell tickets, we promote, we sell sponsorship, uh, we, we host a lot of com- companies and people, uh, we even help people activate their sponsorships and hospitalities. And, and with that comes negotiations right. and those kind of things. But one of the, the biggest pleasures that w- I feel like we get to do is that uh, we get to ask for money for kids. Right. And uh, that's probably the easiest thing I know how to do is to tell a kid's story and right. say there's a need and ask for money and ask for people to stand up and be a part of it. So for you and the trustees and what you've done there, I think that's another uh, phenomenal role that you've been a, uh, a guide and a uh, coach and a mentor and a uh, safe place for your trustees to be a part of this community. So 
again, just one more accolade for you. But uh, so tell me a little bit, uh, your favorite night of the year. I know the answer oh, to this, but it, I want to, I want to mm-hmm. uh, unpack this a little bit. Your favorite night of the year is what? Night of smiles. I say, well, because it's the best night of the year. I love my grandchildren, my kids. I love birthdays. I love Christmas. I love Thanksgiving and being together as a family. But the night of smiles is when we have worked so hard mm-hmm. in a year to raise money. And the night of smiles is when we give it all away. And I said, I don't care what somebody does to me that day. I, I don't think you can take the smile off my face. No. It's so much fun. And you've been a part of it for the last few years. Mm-hmm. And you know how much fun it is. These agencies are so excited to come in. And it's all about them that night. It's not about us. Um, it's about them and what they're doing and the jobs they're doing. And, yeah. and we try as we give them their check to share with other people one sentence about what they're doing with the money that they're being given that night. Yeah. And it's really making an impact on people making a difference on lots of kids. And we found that um, it's it's a great way to celebrate. We work to raise money to give away to them. Mm-hmm. They work day in and day out with these children. They're on the front line every day. Exactly. So if we can make their job easier, it's wonderful. Yeah. And it's so rewarding. That's a, that's a, uh, I have adopted your favorite night yes. of the year um, because I get to see what you get to do in it. And, uh, and also, uh, come along with the fact that, uh, these agencies are showing up, right. uh, some of them's really tired Yes. and they're beat up mm-hmm. and, uh, they may not know where the next gift is coming from. And so to, to be a part of a community that, uh, they get to a pick up a check right. that they've, you know, had to fill out an application and it goes through the trustees and it goes through that process of being vetted. And then they get to, uh, maybe hear a word of encouragement and a smile and a hug, a high five. Uh, I love it. Uh, and I, I love that too. that's a part of our story. And, uh, and what you've really led with is, is uh, I love the name, Night of Smiles. I think that should be T-shirts uh, by itself anyway. But uh, to, be, to be a part of that, uh, one, of the, one of the things we've kind of adopted this year is uh, uh, some couple phrases, uh, change maker. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're truly the change makers. Absolutely. And they are truly the ones who are, you say, the frontline people. And so uh, your gift of encouragement and your gift of uh, coming alongside, um, you're in your wheelhouse for Night of Smiles. Oh, and I, I love, love it. it. I, I love, love it. it. I so, can't wait. Uh, so for those agencies, uh, tell me, uh, I didn't have this written down, but it just dawned on me. This past year has been really neat. Uh, for you guys, uh, for Speedway Children's Charities, because there's been a new partnership uh, happen. And I would guess that that's possibly maybe something you guys have been wanting to do for years. Uh, well, tell us a little bit about uh, the partnership with Ballot Health. Okay. Well, it is. It is something I have longed to do, which is I didn't necessarily just want to give a check away one time a year. I wanted to support these agencies in other ways if I possibly could. So I... Um, we were lucky enough to be approached and have a partnership now for strong kids. It's with Ballot Health and Ninth Swanger Children's Hospital. So quarterly, and some we've done more than that just because the need was there, we are having amazing speakers come in free wow. and do training for non- these nonprofit um, agencies. So the last one we did was on grant writing and it was tremendous. Even Betsy and I learned a lot Mm -hmm. in that one. Um, Telling your story with our friend Josh Mancuso and just, um, you know, social media, how important it is in this day and time for a nonprofit to get out there on social media and to tell your story. So it's great. We have had, um, you know, childhood resiliency. We, We have had 
the ACEs training. Uh, we have a suicide prevention training. All of these things. That, real stuff. Real stuff with professionals, not yeah. us. These are, I mean, Becky Haas came we in. We like to think we're professionals, but we're really We're not. Not, yeah. not on this. I'm, no. I am professional at giving away checks. That's yes. what I'm a professional at. But no, the we have had the opportunity to offer training, some training that would cost people over $7,550 a person, and it was free. They come in the morning, a couple of them have been all day, but they, some of them they've been certified when they left here. And to be able to offer that to nonprofits mm-hmm. has just been incredible. It's kind of a dream I've always had, to do more than just give a check away. Yep. And I feel like we're doing that now, so it's just been, it's been great. Well, and we I, have been so thankful for it. I love the fact that, uh, again, uh, with those three organizations coming together, um, trusted, partnership, uh, really, really relying on each other's strengths, right. uh, core competencies, yes. and, and really doing something that hasn't been done. Uh, this was a need in this community uh, that hasn't been done before. It may be going on in places across the country, but from here in Tri-Cities, uh, to, to not only just say, hey, agencies, you're doing a good job, right. um, and, or keep going for kids, uh, they're really learning some tools and some resources that they can um, gain more insight, which... Right. Awesome. And I want to give a ballot of health. It was their idea. They really wanted to do this, but they knew we already had the contact with the agency. So mm-hmm. the partnership together has just been, it's been amazing. I'm excited that it's going to continue and can't wait for this year. So your role, your role as executive director of Speedway Children's Charities, Bristol Chapter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say it's spokesperson, uh, face, uh, uh, handshaker, encourager. You also do a lot with the agencies as it relates to uh, guiding them, coaching them on uh, grant writing and applications. Tell me a little bit about that. What's that, what's that look like for you? Uh, n- not necessarily week in, week out, but w- you're involved quite a bit with. I am. And when, when people are applying through the grant, um, my name and number are there for them to call. I've done it for many years. I don't have all of the answers, but I've worked with trustees, you know, for the past 23 years or so. And I know what they're looking for in a grant. And I think they want people to tell their story. I mean, you can give us all the information you want, but if you can't tell us why you need $10,000 and how it's going to affect a child's life, it, it, it's not, you know, I can't, you, you've got to sell it. Sure. You have a, you have an area to sell it. So I am more and than sometimes willing. people so close to what they're doing, they forget they that don't. they have to tell a story or tell what it's going towards. Right. They don't realize they're the only agency that serves this in a, in a area that's, you know, 200 mm-hmm. miles. Yeah. So we have to remind them of that. And I am more than happy to do it. Um, I love it when people, I'll meet with people face to face. I'll talk to people on the phone. I will read if they have their grant and they, and what they want the project, if they want to send it to me and mm-hmm. let me look at it and read it. I always say, if I don't understand, if I know about your agency and I don't understand what you're asking for, then the trustees are definitely yeah. not going to, you know, so let's work through it because I want them all to get money. Sure. I want everybody to get money. That would be my goal. Yeah, well, that's my goal. We'll go through that yeah. in a minute. That's yeah. a goal one year, but I really want them all to do it and do it well because they have, they're doing incredible work. So I really want that to make a difference. So yes, when people are applying, if you ever have questions, you can call me, you can come by and see me. We'll walk through your grant yeah. together. So I've asked this question in the last, uh, 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 since we've done so many podcasts, this is number five. 
So we're really doing it. And you've done uh, great. They've all been good. I've listened to every they, one of them. We've had great people like you on. That's no, why. It's so better it's, people than um, me, but they've been great. Um, but I've asked a similar question to everybody so far. So uh, advice for someone who's listening that's out there, who either is um, coming from a hard situation, they see a need, uh, they've uh, maybe God speaking to them somehow, some way. Maybe they feel like, man, something kind of like Rhonda, something has to be done right. about this. Um, it may be adoption and foster care, or it right. may be backpack lunches, mm-hmm. or it may be something abuse of some sort. But as it relates to kids, and there needs to be a need met, and they just don't know the first thing about stepping the next step. Right. What would be what would be Claudia's words? What, what would you advise them to do? Well, I mean, I I think different areas. I think sometimes because we're in such a you know a large area that you see it being done somewhere else, but you want it for your community. Mm-hmm. Um, I I definitely think if you're passionate about anything. You and I both know of several situations of actually the last three people you've talked to that all had a passion about something and they all brought it to fruition. They made it work and it was hard. Yes. And did it happen overnight? No, that there are a lot of people out there that will support you and be on your side. If you really believe in, in some, something, I think all three of the people you talked to also knew that God was calling them to do mm-hmm. that. And if you feel God calling you to do that, and if you need help with it, call me. I might not know an answer, but we sure will try to find people in your area yeah. or let you talk with people that are already doing it. Yeah. You know, we'll we'll connect you with people. That's, That's one of the things about. I forgot to say earlier on your words of description. Uh, connector. You're well, a connector of people. You, and I love it. Well, you have to be because uh, there are a lot of people that are doing great things out there. So let's take what they're already doing. Let's don't reinvent the mm-hmm. wheel. Let's do it. And let's say, okay, you're doing it here. I'm not going to, I'm in Big Stone Gap. What you're doing in Johnson City, I can duplicate in Big Stone Gap and I'm not going to step on your toes yeah, or sure. get any. So let's help each other. I think that's the other reason I think Night of Smiles is so good. It's connecting all those people mm-hmm. together. They hear what people are doing with their money. And we've had lots of people that have gotten together after the Night of Smiles and said, hey, you're not far from me. And we're kind of doing part of this. Let's work yep. together. That's wonderful. That's been one of the highlights the last few years is really walking in on top of a conversation that they should have met that person years ago. Exactly. And now they're connected because of Speedway Children's Charities connecting Exactly. Them. Face-to-face. That's really always neat. the best way to meet. So, um, future. What's the future? What mm. if, if, if you were to stand up on the whiteboard over there and mm-hmm. kind of say, uh, okay, what's, what's this look like? We're 20-some years in. Uh, we're uh, just to kind of hit some highlights. It's been raised over... Uh, given away over sixteen million dollars mm-hmm. in that twenty-two years. Mm-hmm. Last year, we gave away nine hundred twenty thousand dollars to one hundred and three agencies. Wow, most agencies we've ever touched. Huge. That's great. And uh, I know the answer to this, but you, uh, I, I know that there's a lot of agencies that still weren't funded that's or they right. got a grant last year. That's right. And so, um, I know that's probably part of your answer. But if you were to say, "Hey, here's the future," if 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 Claudia was kind of looking in her crystal ball, so to speak. What's a hope? What's a dream? What would you like for it to look like? There is no doubt in my mind. Um, You did point on it. I think it's very important for people to know. Yes, we gave away over $920,000 last year and reached a lot of organizations. But we had 
right at 1.5 million requested. Mm. So that goes to tell you and I both, we're smart enough to know there are a lot of agencies out there that didn't get money because we didn't raise enough to go around. Yeah. And we work really hard. You know, Betsy Holloman is amazing. I just, um, her, her vision, and I, I was almost late meeting you because she had me down there brainstorming with her. Um, we know that there's a need out there. That's why we're so passionate about it. Sure. And that's why you lose sleep at night trying to think of ways to raise money or things to do or friends or partners to bring on partnership with us to help us make a difference in these children's lives. So it's very important that we create those partnerships because that's what helps us raise more money. Yes, I, I kind of um, alluded to it a little bit earlier. My goal is that all of those agencies that ask for money, that yeah. we raise enough money. Now, they might not get the full amount they requested, but everybody gets some money because they're doing great work and they're making a difference. Yeah. And the hardest part of my job is t- writing those letters to people and saying, I am so sorry, you did not get funded this year. I know some of the people. I go to church with them. I serve on boards with them. Mm-hmm. I see them in the community. So it's not strangers out there. They're people I know, and the letter comes from me to them. Yeah. It's really hard. It's yeah. difficult. I've, I've shed many tears over that. Um, my husband used to remind me, as I got very tearful over those letters, to remind me, well, I know that makes you sad, and I appreciate that it makes you sad because it means you've got a heart you want to continue to do. But try to remember that before we you guys got here and we established Speedway Children's Charities. The $16 million was, was not in the community. Right. So think of that as a positive and just work harder. Yeah. And tell our story. I think and tell our too. story. You're yeah. right. And, so, and you've, you've, you have brought that to our attention and it has helped us. Yeah. It's helped us. Mm-hmm. It's not only helped us to tell, to reach other people. It's helped Betsy and I, uh, Brenna, the people at the Speedway to tell our story. We're so close to it. Sometimes we forget it. Well, it just, it's just it's a call back to action. Yes. It's a it's a remembrance of oh yeah, there's kids going hungry tonight, and right. kids who don't have shoes, and kids that can't hear, and kids that can't see. And there's there's so much need, and, and I, not to paint a, we know there's need right. everywhere. We Absolutely. know there's need in every community, but to be in Southern Appalachia, right, Northeast Tennessee, and Southwest Virginia, uh, there is need uh, just a few steps from our door. Uh-huh. And, and the opportunity that we have to step into it, and I share your vision, I share your hope of uh, of every uh, every agency um, uh, to receive something. Right. Uh, but I think the, also the, the opportunity is for us to see companies and right. individuals and uh, foundations and grants uh, from all across the country, and it already happens. Uh, this this could not happen. Nine hundred and twenty thousand dollars given away last year could not happen just on this region there's race fans from all over oh. the world who give oh. to speedway children's charities well no you're absolutely right i mean we raise a lot of money race weekends mm-hmm. and that's because the generosity of those race fans that come in but you have encouraged us to tell our story to race fans yeah. too not yeah. just to the public and the areas surrounding us but to race fans to tell our story and it's not just the the thing about it is, yes, there are just two people working for Speedway Children's Charities. We're a team here at Bristol Motor Speedway. We couldn't have had the success we did this year without every employee at Bristol Motor Speedway 
being supportive of us and what yeah. we do and helping us do it. So if there's people out there that say, hey, well, I get it. Uh, you're helping kids. Right. You're helping agencies who help kids. And I like that. And they wanted to say somehow, some way, I want to. I want to give a little bit. I want to give monthly or I want to uh, uh, connect you with my company's foundation or uh, maybe there's another way to give somehow with some opportunity or uh, do you have any T-shirts I can buy or anything like that? Is right. How how best would they get back in touch with us? What's the best way to they connect them can back? Email myself, call me, mm-hmm. call me. I'll give you my number right now, 423-989-6974. You and Bob Golf. Me and Bob Golf. Yeah, be careful. Give you my number. Yeah. Or you can email me, Claudia, C-L-A-U-D-I-A, at bristolmotorspeedway.com. And if you feel so moved to help us make a difference in thousands of children's life right here in Allen Backyard, we can make you a part of that. And well, you'll feel good about it when you do it. Absolutely. And uh, also, if, uh, if you do have the internet thing, uh, com slash Bristol, right? Speed, speedway Children. We can't spe- say speedway it. Speedwaycharities.org, <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. Anyhow, .org, that's yes, right. sorry. Speedwaycharities.org. Speedwaycharities.org, yes, right. in Bristol. So, um, yes, but yes, let, we'll get you there. Yeah, you, you'll, you'll find get in touch with us. One way or the other. And if you forget all of that information, call Bristol Motor Speedway and tell them you need to talk to me. Yeah. They'll get you to me. Well, I, uh, it's been an honor. Uh, you are a connector. Uh, you're full of life. Uh, you have given your life to this. Uh, you challenge each one of us here daily to, to not miss it and to be plugged in. And uh, I love you dearly. I love you uh, too. For numerous reasons. And so from a, uh, uh, the impact that you're making and the impact that I desire to make because of you, it's exciting to have you here today. And, and we love you, and we look forward to what uh, 2020 holds for Speedway Children's Charities. It's going to be our best year ever. It's going to be awesome. I feel it. Yeah. I really is. Why not start yeah. 2020 with the best year ever? I love it. So yeah. thanks for taking a little time. And uh, again, if you have interest in uh, connecting with Speedway Children's Charities, reach out to us. We are in a process of uh, looking at some new things and new opportunities and uh, connecting people with people. And um, I like to say sometimes uh, stepping into the destiny of children and uh, hopefully cheering them on. So uh, thanks for joining us. Claudia, thanks for being here, and uh, we'll check you next time. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Bristol Radio and the Bristol Impact Podcast. If you want to make an impact in the life of a child in Northeast Tennessee and Southwest Virginia, consider donating to the Bristol chapter of Speedway Children's Charities. Simply go to speedwaycharities.org and click Donate, and choose Bristol in the drop-down menu. Speedway Children's Charities is a nonprofit 501c3 organization and provides funding for hundreds of nonprofit organizations throughout the nation that meet the direct needs for children. Thanks again for listening, and we will see you next time.